Hello, and welcome to episode 97 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have Slumber Party Massacre from 1982. It's actually The Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, the. I just realized this, too. I always called it Slumber Party Massacre. It's The Slumber, the Party, Slumber Party Massacre. It gives it that class. Does. The film doesn't actually have. But yeah, I thought this would be a light, fun one because it's a light, fun movie. I mean, with that title, I you think aren't going to go super dark, probably. I think we needed to save this one for after we watch something like disturbingly gruesome. We should gruesome. have watched this after like Climax. <laughs> yeah, or uh, well, oh, what's, the, what's the one with the car scene that's really aggressive? Hereditary? Oh, yeah, that... that <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre is a great chaser movie, basically. <laughs> but you know, now we'll now we'll have to do. Yeah, but I was surprised at like how short this movie was. It's like an hour and sixteen minutes. It's pretty quick, which is probably you even get shorter because right... that's the not that's including the credits. You get right into it. Like forget like there's a certain length you have to be to be considered like a full length feature. Mm-hmm. So this is probably barely passing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this yeah, I I didn't actually really grow up watching this movie. I remember like I would always see it the cover was very distinctive. Like mm-hmm. you have these scantily clad clad women acting scared with a drill in front of them. And you're like that's hot. I want to see these women. I love boobs. <laughs> um, not really. But yeah, I think you know how I feel about sleaze. I yeah. Think even as a kid, I'm like, that just looks sleazy. I don't mm-hmm. really need to partake in slumber party massacre. I have, I'm a classy kid. I'm gonna watch Friday Thirteenth Part Eight or something, you know. Um, but I don't know when I first watched this. Maybe like six or seven years ago, and I'm like, this movie's a lot of fun. I, for, I just had fun that's watching kind of, it. That's surprising. Six or seven years ago for like an '80s film, like when that's like your jam. I know. Yeah. I was, I was missing the boat, but not anymore. No, I I really enjoy this movie. It's just fun, you yeah, know. Yeah, to me, this is something you can just completely turn your mind off to and just go along for the ride. Right. It's like a like a comfort watch. Like yeah. it would be fun having a slumber party and put this on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I wanted to just hang out with these girls. Honestly, like I'm like they look like they're having a good time. It's all. Is his name Russ Thorne or Russ Thorne? Something. I don't even know what his name. We'll I call, I call him we'll, Saw Man and then Drill Man. Before he comes in with his denim and denim ensemble and starts fucking shit up. It looks like they're <laughs> having a good time. But so you had fun. Yeah, basically. this is. Oh yeah, this this is fun. <laughs> like there is some aspects of the production that I do think make it more interesting and scenes that make it more interesting and are more clever than I think you would think this film would be. Mm-hmm. I think the big talking point of this movie is the fact that it was written and directed by females. Really? Um, mm-hmm. And because, I mean, first of all, this is 82, so you weren't getting that with horror movies very often, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, they really lent their female perspective to kind of give this movie its own identity. And I think there's some, like, clever subversions, which we'll get into, I'll mm-hmm. talk about. But, yeah, this was directed by... Amy Jones, who, you know, she was like an editor, you know, she wanted to get into directing, but she basically had to decide whether to direct this film, her, you know, first film directing or edit a little film called E.T. for Mr. Spielberg, which to me is like, that's got to be a tough decision, even though it's directing versus editing. Yeah. Like you're directing this very low budget slasher movie versus working with. Steven Spielberg. Senior Spielberg. But she's like, no, I want to direct. So 
She did. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an interesting bit of trivia that it was directed and written by a woman. Because Allison watched this with me. And like at one point, she's like, oh, this is definitely written by a man. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong, Al. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of nudity in this movie. Like, oh, yeah. Like this was produced by Roger Corman, iconic producer of low-budget films. He also had a small role in Scream 3. Um, and, you know, he one of his stipulations was, like, there has to be nudity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even, you know, when we get to the shower scene later, it's, like, so blatant. Yeah. The way the camera pans down, it's almost like, okay, you want nudity? Here you go. Here's your fucking Bam. nudity, you know? Yeah. And there was actually a remake. Okay, so we'll get into this too. Like, so there's two sequels. There's Slumber Party Massacre two. Are they the Slumber Party Massacre like two? Or I don't is know it? if there's the the. Oh, I lost its class. <laughs> <laughs> Part two is a lot of fun. Like, there is a returning character. It's like the younger sister of the one girl who's like not invited to the slumber party. Yep. Like, she comes back. It's a different actress though. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and. There's um the killer is like the supernatural rock and roll guy who's got this red guitar that has a drill on the end of it. I don't think anyone Iconic. expected that. <laughs> Probably one of the best uh, killing weapons of all time. And he <laughs> sings and dances sometimes, too. It's so campy. The movie goes all out. It's really entertaining, though. <laughs> then there's part three, which I guess isn't worth it, so I've never bothered with mm-hmm. that. Um, then the, uh, like a couple years ago, they did a remake which is actually pretty solid. Like there's some good twists. It's pretty meta. And mm-hmm. like, you know, there's like a shower scene where we see this like hot guy go in the shower and the camera like slowly pans down to his ass. Like, you know oh, what I mean? It's like, okay. you know, you see what they did there. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. I would re- recommend to watch to that one, but overall the slumber party massacre series is banging. Come on, put more respect on its name. people. <laughs> Give it the, the, <laughs> the. <laughs> So, yeah, like, right off the bat, we get some nudity. It's great. Like, boom, tits. Yeah. Like, this oh. has to be written and directed by men. It's got to nope. be. <laughs> <laughs> but we have our, I don't know, this movie is also kind of interesting because it's like we have, like, it's more of an ensemble almost where we have, like, a couple of main girls because mm-hmm. I don't even know what this girl is who shows her tits right off. But <laughs> do you know her name? <laughs> I don't know. I guess There's a lot of names going on here. There's a lot of girls. Again, like, it's a short film, so, like, we don't have a lot of time. It doesn't to get really to, matter. To get to know everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I found them fairly likable, though. Even oh. if I don't know their mm-hmm. names. Like, yeah. I'm just like, they'd be fun to hang with. You're right. I'd go to their slumber party. <laughs> so get kicked out. <laughs> she's, like, throwing away all her, like, dolls and stuff. Yeah, she's matured. Also, isn't she supposed to be in high school? I'm just realizing this now. They're all in high school. Yeah, so that makes the nudity a little weird. Yeah, but... At least back then they were casting like thirty year olds. Yeah, so like we didn't we didn't have to feel as guilty about it, and now they just cast like sixteen year olds, and yeah. it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is clever. This is where like I don't know if you want to call it feminism. Well, the, the writer of this movie actually is a feminist, and she wrote some feminist books. This movie would be canceled if this came out today. People were like, oh, women fuck off movie. <laughs> but like, if you notice, like all the traditional roles, like we have this um. I don't know she's like a tele, she like a tele, like uh, I don't know a like, phone repair woman. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's a woman. Like in mm-hmm. later, um, when the gym teacher goes home, like her somebody's working on her door, mm-hmm. and it's a woman. Like you know, usually like especially like in eighty two, it'd be men's roles, but it's females yeah. here. So this movie's feminist as fuck. This movie's deeper than you would think. 
Kind of, sort of. This movie started the feminist movement. <laughs> All right, but did Scream 2 homage this van scene? Because I think it did. Oh, this 1,000 percent. You know Kevin Williamson loves this movie. 1,000% so, had to. So if it wasn't for this movie, Randy might still be alive. To you, Randy stands out there. <laughs> I don't miss him. <laughs> but yeah, you had so you have two high school boys, very horny boys, openly like trying to get with this, uh, like much older, not much older, like but this over eighteen year old woman, which is a little weird. Well, I mean, I could see that. I mean, that's. <laughs> I, I don't think it's problematic. Oh, that, that, that's like, normal. If she, was, no, if she was going after them, that would be weird. That would be bad. It's still like a little, uh, it's just the like whole still, dynamic. Like put weird. it in your pants. Yeah. You know, but she's dead. Yeah. She doesn't it's pretty it. funny though when she's like banging on the window and they're just like walking and talking. They hear nothing. Like, I feel like it's like intentional comedy. <laughs> Before they hit the showers, we get the iconic uh, shower scene. <laughs> Yeah, everything, all the nudity happens so quick. I feel like you don't really have to wait for it. But no, they're just like, here you go. Here's here's a quick nude shot. Here's And then here's the shower scene. Boom. They don't make us wait for anything. With a movie that's five minutes long, you kind of have to throw <laughs> everything in at once. <laughs> and then there's some like typical high school drama because the bitch girl, I think it's Diane. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like this. Is she new to the school? I think she is somewhat new. Yeah, she's transferred in. Yeah. I think. Like, they don't like her. I don't know why. She seems really nice, and she's gorgeous. She's a sweetheart. Don't you be Justice mean to Valerie. Valerie. Let her go to the slumber party. <laughs> Fucking Diane. Maybe better she doesn't go to the slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> but we get... So this one girl, she forgets her books, or she forgets something, so she has to go back in the school. Mm-hmm. And the teacher's like, hurry up, because they're going to lock the doors. Like, they lock these doors all pretty fucking quickly. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But she's played by, I think her name is Brinky Steven. She's like kind of like an 80s B screen queen. Mm-hmm. And we get like a little chase scene. I thought this was pretty good, actually, and well done. And then like she's hiding and like trying to um, like, you know, wipe up the blood because it's dripping through the door. Some good slasher goodness. So he like starts out with a saw. Right. And then didn't he switches he, to a drill. Didn't he get it from that, that phone repair woman's? Oh, okay. Yeah. She had tools. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So what do you think about? Okay. I think another reason why I used to kind of dismiss this movie a bit was because like I'm a basic bitch. Like I kind of prefer a killer with the mask usually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here we just get this like creepy looking guy and, um, you know, denim jeans and a denim jacket Mm -hmm. kind of rocking it too. You go guy. Um, like, does that? How do you feel about a killer without a mask? I'm trying to think of a film where we had, like, the slasher killer right off the bat without a mask. And in the 90-something movies we've covered, I don't know if we've had a slasher necessarily like that. I don't that. believe so. Not that I can think of. There's this movie called Hush. Spoilers for Hush. Uh-huh. Where, like... He takes his mask off pretty... I mean, it's, I don't know if you would call it a slasher. It's like basically home invasion and versus the yeah. woman. But um, like he kind of takes it off fairly early, and like some people had a problem with that. But here, I kind of I kind of dig in it. I like it because it's it one less... It makes him a real character, and uh-huh. I thought the actor did a good job of being creepy. For me, it's one less thing you have to think about in this movie. You can just go... You like, here's the killer, boom. You don't have to be like... 
oh, what did they do there? Oh, could it be this How person? How did he get his mask? Why is he wearing yeah. a mask? You know. No, you have the newspaper in the beginning, like killer, like escaped, and then here he is, killing again. Like if you just want an easy watch, mm-hmm. then you like slasher films. This is kind <laughs> of a perfect movie. Oh, you missed. Um, we had the great aerial shot of our phone repair woman in the dumpster. Oh yeah, that was because. So after he's done with her in the van, he dumps her body in the dumpster, Rude. which looks pretty creepy. This movie is also kind of pretty graphic for 1982. It seems like I don't know yeah, how graphic I mean, I'll, I'll it say gets. Like it doesn't necessarily have like the most memorable deaths. Yeah, but they're not the worst either. They're kind of mid. Yeah, as far as death goes. But and then we have a lot of fake outs. They're like, we need fa- we need a lot of like jump scare fake outs. Let's do them all at once. <laughs> we, we only got so much time yeah. in this hour and 16 <laughs> minutes. Because Diane's got this hideous boyfriend. Like, Diane. This, this is like Alyssa Milano all over again. <laughs> fear. Like, girls, you could do better. Diane, know your worth. He must have something special going on down there. He's got a, I don't know. He's got a great personality. He's got a magical ginger dick. <laughs> You like how we had the drill fake out? That was clever. That was pretty good. But nope, she's just installing a peephole because everybody needs a peephole except for the people of the strangers. Uh, (laughs) There was, it's funny, I'll tell you about it later. There's exactly which door it is. There was one door at work that doesn't have a peephole. And I'm like, shouldn't we have a peephole for this? You're drilling. (laughs) <laughs> but I have to just be more careful than this um, repair woman here who almost kills their our nice gym teacher here. Well, what I'm thinking is like, if someone knocks, we've just been opening the door like blindly. I'm like, well, we really do, though. But but like we don't know who's on the other side. So we should probably have a peephole for like this one door. Everybody needs a peephole. Yeah, why is this falling to the, the wayside now? Now it's all about these ring doorbells. What happens when your Wi-Fi is down? Like, See, that's why we rely too much on technology. Then when we don't have it, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I've definitely had times in my apartment where my spectrum just like kicks the bucket for a hot second. Okay, then we have this. What's his name? He's got some weird name, this neighbor. It's like Mr. C something. Colbert something, maybe. Mr. Content, Content. I believe. Mr. Content. Ooh. I mean... He's a pretty nice guy, but, like, don't just, like, go in this girl's house and, like, scare her. How about that, Mr. Content? He seems nice, but he also seems a little creepy. Like, just in, like, the sense that, like, why are you just busting in? He says he busted in the house because... It was 82. It was... <laughs> a different time. <laughs> Neighbors were more neighborly back then. But, yeah, it's another fake out because she starts playing piano and you see a shadowy figure, like, coming down the stairs. She gets scared and then we find out it's Mr. Content. Classic Mr. Content. Up to his old shenanigans. I can't wait to talk about the shenanigans Mr. Content gets in later. Ooh. Snails might be involved. <laughs> what the fuck? 82 was crazy. <laughs> the two, There's these two boys. I honestly don't know the their names. The horny boys. The horny boys. They like the hardy boys, but. The horny, horny boys. boys. That's pretty clever. <laughs> they uh, just happened to pass by uh, our killer in his killer van. And mention how the girls are having a slumber party and how they're they're gonna go scare them and crash it and have a good time. I just love the eightiness of this. Like, 
in this girl's house. I don't know her name. I wish I knew her name. I do like her. Whatever this <laughs> kind of main <laughs> character is. Um, like they got like um like stove burners on like the counter on the kitchen island. Is I'm that like is that very eighties? Do you ever see that now? Oh, so don't ruin oh, this for me. Only a little bit, but it's because I'm looking at houses to buy. So like it could be just well, if be you like see that you know they haven't fucking updated <laughs> that that and that's the thing I think about it's like oh that's got that's like vintage and like even like they of course they bring over booze and like I don't know what you call but like the shape of these bottles like I remember it's like stuff my parents would drink yeah. when I was a kid I'm like oh good times and the Kool Aid oh the Kool Aid was pretty making cool the Kool Aid putting a shitload of sugar mm-hmm. in there good times like going to the store and buying there's like so many different fucking random flavors like there's like a shark berry one what's a shark berry nobody knows kool-aid man knows knows. and valerie has a younger sister courtney who like like their dynamics really fun and like courtney like wants to go over there which i thought was relatable because i remember as a kid like i always wanted to like you always want to hang out with the older kids yeah like that they're cool you know Mm -hmm. and the girls are just like talking about guys and smoking dope and you know this is a good time until it's not <laughs> but the neighbor's pretty chill about it because he mr content mr content because he notices um that they have bud there and he's like oh i won't tell if you don't tell that i your parents that i tried to scare you which i thought was pretty chill he's, of him mr content is a pretty nice guy he's probably thinking all oh, back in my day so we get some more like fake outs, right? Because Valerie like goes outside to check the trash, and I don't know, like they have these like weird ass swings. I don't know if they're swings, but it looks like those things you ride at amusement parks. Like you know, they go really high and just like slowly over the whole mm-hmm. park. I'm like, what's going on in '82? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys are looking in. We get some more titties. Girls aren't dressing. Classic. This is at this point. I asked Alice. I was like. Is this what girls do at parties? She's like, no, no one does this. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but your, but your girlfriend didn't have slumber parties in '82. That's the thing. Maybe they took they, their tops off constantly in front of each other. <laughs> Maybe this was a thing in '82. Did she like this? What did she think? Uh, did she watch the whole thing? I mean, it wasn't that long. She so. did. She watched the whole thing. I don't know. I have to ask you. We never. We didn't talk about She's it afterwards. Like, this is misogynistic trash. Guys don't know girls. Oh wait. You want to talk about misogynistic trash? Fear? No. <laughs> I was going to talk about her last Insta post. <laughs> oh, my God. We won't get into that. Justice for Al in her Instagram. She's, she's going to say, oh, no. I, st- I still love you, Al. <laughs> you think she would want to come on for Slumber Party Massacre 2? As long as it's, as long as it's misogynistic, sure. She loves misogyny. <laughs> she loves misogyny. <laughs> Okay, now we need to talk about Mr. Content's um, hobbies, which include killing snails. I guess this was what they did in 82 because the bitch girl is, and she's like, oh, yeah, my dad does that, kill snails all the time, too. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because she, she goes out for wood because she's the only one clothed. <laughs> and we have another fake out because we have um, Mr. Content standing there with, like, a meat cleaver. Okay, this was totally a real snail. This poor snail. Okay, I... Anybody who knows me knows I despise bugs, but I don't think I could kill a snail. They're just so... 
innocent and slow. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Just let them chill. <laughs> Have you seen their eyes? They're, yeah. they're 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 way more scared of us than we are of them. I take back every good thing I said about Mr. Content. He's just slaughtering. This is the real massacre of the movie. <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> no snail is no safe. <laughs> and I also need snail because part of my skincare routine includes snail mucin. Really? Yes. Very what, hydrating. What is it? Is it hydrate? So it's. I mean, it's not like you're putting pure snail no. guts on your face. No, like, you know it's diluted. No, yeah, these other ingredients. There's a lot of like weird shit like that, like from like insects, animals that you don't think about. That's like we use all the time, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like I think they originated in Korea. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah, the, they're. I stand snails and their mucin. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were on. Uh, is it Russ's side then? When Mr. Content um, met his death? It's only fair. You know, he killed like 5,000 snails. Does he even say he says the number that he killed? <laughs> I think I wrote it down. He says that he killed 53 snails this night alone. He needs to be stopped. Well, he was. <laughs> That's that's a that's lot psychotic. Of, and why are there so many snails? There's got to be, there's got to be something like with the snails that probably do I'm something gonna, to the wood. I, I need to Google snails in 1982. See if snail mucin hurts wood. It's gotta. There's gotta like why else are you killing so many snails at night like this? Like you can't just grab them and like throw them into the wild or something. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I feel bad killing a fly. I can't. I can't imagine going out and enjoying killing snails. But that's just me. As a humanitarian, I'll try. Or I guess that's not human humanitarianism. It's uh, an- anti-terror. I don't know. Anti-terrorism. I'm also very anti-terrorism as well. We, we hate, <laughs> hate terrorists. <laughs> it did kind of make me laugh though. Like, you know, we keep cutting back to Valerie just like chilling by herself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, oh, Valerie's just. Sitting again, doing nothing. It's like that one meme where, like, the person's upstairs looking down at their friends having fun. (laughs) Valerie, you don't want those bitches. I don't think Valerie ever shows her Valerie's either. Maybe in the shower scene, I can't remember. I don't think she does, though. It's, like, fun when we, you know, they're listening on Diane's call and making fun of her. (laughs) I remember I'd have, like, yearly parties at, uh, like, through grade school, all me and my Guy friends would all get together, play video games, eat chicken nuggets, you know, normal things. As you do. Yep. And Matt loves his chicken nuggets. Sure do. And when one friend, he, he was dating this girl, started dating her in like ninth grade. And then at times he'd have to like go step away and be on the phone for like two hours while all the guys are just hanging out, having fun. We're like, what? Did you ever have like a slumber party that you can remember like with girls and guys? Girls and guys, uh, yeah, actually, Allison had, uh, for like for her birthday, I mean, she like would do that. Last year, but like, no. <laughs> every night's a summer party <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> no, yeah, back in, uh, yeah, high school, Allison would have like her birthday parties. Oh yeah, guys I forgot and, you guys known each other for that yeah, long. Guys and girls would uh, go to her place. Um, other than that, not really. My parents were like very against anyone of the opposite sex spending the night at uh, our place. You know, you don't want to misbehave or anything no one upset uh, mama cava <laughs> yeah because i remember i remember one and like i remember we played um it's not as bad as it sounds we were playing suck and blow because they played it in clueless it's where like 
I forgot they use a credit card in Clueless. Like you basically like you suck on it and then you pass it along to the next oh. person. The next person, if you drop it, you kiss. Okay. So I remember we played that, but it was with a Mariah Carey cassette, um, like the. Like the casing, like the paper casing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you kids remember what a cassette I'm, is? I'm thinking of you, like you doing the actual physical cassette. I'm thinking, how many times you drop that? <laughs> oh yeah, it was a big fail. No. <laughs> but it was good times. Did you end up having to kiss someone? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think we played another game where it's like you close your eyes and somebody kisses you, and then you have to guess who it was. This is pretty scandalous. That is scandalous. <laughs> you did this last week. Yes. <laughs> Please, you know I wouldn't kiss a girl. <laughs> that's kind of like I don't know, maybe may, uh, like not knowing who kids. That's a little weird. I don't know. That's a weird game. It is a weird game. I mean, you're just kids having fun, like exploring your sexuality, sort of thing. So, like, yeah, that's it's all fun and games, but like still a little weird, I guess. I guess if everyone said yes to it, though, it doesn't matter. You do you, you know. Don't be judgmental, man. Yeah. yeah, those are the rules you knew going in, so. So I think Diane at this point just she kind of wants to get it in after her phone call. She's not a girl's girl. It's like just have this part slumber party. Like you don't need to get dick right now, especially with this guy. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. Cause she's cute. She reminds me of Allison Brie a lot. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you could do better than this fucking guy. Than this, this tall ginger guy. man. But they let the two horno creepos into the party too, though. So very nice of them which i don't know these they're none of their boyfriends right these two guys or are they, they i don't, don't think they are it very well but i think the girl hosting the party i think one of them is her boyfriend. okay but they, yeah they didn't do a good job <laughs> i know because i know one of them says that, like when they're waiting outside like oh i gotta start paying attention to so-and-so more sort of thing so and i didn't know if that one was of them get dropped off on some guy's motorcycle earlier in the movie and i'm like who's this guy <laughs> you know what they said we only have an hour and 15 minutes we <laughs> we got a shower scene we got titty scenes we, we don't have time for, we don't have time for this other stuff diane goes back to the party comes back to the car and of course her ugly boyfriend's head is no longer attached <laughs> as, as happens in slasher movies i do like the cut to the like, what are they making? Like daiquiris? And the, yeah. This old school 82 blender. Oh, love to see it. Like being made. This movie's got some clever things. You know what? That blender probably still works to this day. Yeah, <laughs> because they used to make shit that lasted, mm-hmm. you know. Now everything is like cheap as fuck. And also I have to say, like, I mean, the drill's pretty phallic, right? There's some shots where it's like in between his legs. Yeah. Like, okay. I see what you're doing here. Clever. Like he's killing them with his dick, pretty much. Have you ever seen a drill that big? I don't think I've ever seen a drill that big in my life. This is how the drills looked in 82. <laughs> we need something to get the job done. We're not messing around here. I just feel bad for the the one girl. I forgot what her name was. She's like in the, not really lingerie. It's like a, like a nighty type thing. A black girl? Yeah. The one black girl in this movie? She must have been cold for like the entire thing. That's the only thing I kept thinking of. Like it's gotta She's be chilly. Low key, my favorite, but we'll get to her scene pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, things kind of escalate quickly because the pizza man gets there, but he's dead. He's got no eyes. 
But I do kind of like that this movie is like, because a lot of times these movies, it's just like, okay, this person's going to go off alone, die. This person's going to go off alone, die. And then there's the confrontation with the final girl. But like here, like everybody knows what's going on mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. You know, like they're trapped in this house. They obviously don't have cell phones because it's 82. But I think the boys make a plan, right? That they're going to run to Valerie's house, I think. Yeah, right? they're going to try to go get help, which in theory is a pretty solid plan. If only Valerie wasn't watching a movie with like the volume turned up to 100. Yeah, a horror movie also. <laughs> People screaming. <laughs> Come on, Valerie. Do you know what movie she was watching? Just any chance? Oh, I was going to look it up. Part of me thinks it was film for the movie. Oh, okay. I'm surprised it wasn't Night of the Living Dead. Public domain. <laughs> but all right, so this, I think you could see kind of Amy Holden's editing background. I think this is pretty clever, like and meta of the death scene of the guy cut, cutting to the movie, horror movie she's watching. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. And like little things like that, I think, make this movie a little bit better than you would expect. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like how we finally get just like a not like a drill death where uh the boy who makes it to Valerie's house, she doesn't answer, so she, he ends up getting killed, and the killer picks up the knife that the boy had brought with him and uses the knife to kill him. He's not afraid to mix it up here or there. No. He's not a one-trick pony. Not this guy. Not a Russ. And this is pretty funny, too, though. <laughs> he's he's pretty ambitious trying to fit, like, ten bodies in this trunk. And I think, like, at one point, he's even like, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And just to get, like, his perspective, and I think there's a movie coming out, um, which is kind of getting some good buzz, where I think it's, like, a camp slasher, but it's, like, fully from the perspective of the killer. So, really? Yeah. So, they sh- they that, sh- that, that'll, that'll be interesting. They should do, a, like, a double release, where they do one from, like, the victims and one from the killer. Ooh. That'd be really cool. And then you could watch them, like, side by side. Same runtime. Almost. That'd be cool. That'd be maybe, that'd be really maybe cool. that'll be the sequel. <laughs> All right, now we get my favorite part of the movie. Where <laughs> I don't know her name, but our one person of color and this who looks gorgeous, like Jesus Christ, this body's banging. Uh, very cold though, right? <laughs> like she's like, I'm hungry. Oh, she grabs the she pizza. She grabs the pizza. And she, she's like, <laughs> somebody's like, is he cold? And she's like. Well, is the pizza? And she's like, she's like, I feel better already after eating. <laughs> Life does go on after death. Like, and she's like eating. She has to put the box on his dead body. <laughs> this is great. Then also our nice gym teacher. I don't know. Did she hear screaming on the phone or something? She thinks something's up. So she's driving over there. Yeah, I think they ended up calling. Um. They tried to call the gym teacher, I guess, for some reason, instead of 911. They're trying to figure out, like, what happened at some basketball game. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know sports. But they're they're very concerned to know what happened to the point where they have to call their gym teacher. But Yeah, so then the, then they hear, then the gym teacher hears the screaming. Instead of calling the cops, though. She's like, I'm going to go over there. She calls Valerie first, I think, though, and is like, hey, can you go check on them? I know you live across the street. Just go over there. She's like, I heard screaming. The gym teacher kind of low-key sucks now that I think about it. Jackie. I'm pretty sure her name's Jackie. Our main girl. Who, you know, when you're hungry, you're hungry. Oh, the hungry girl. She dies. I forget. Like, 
what what happened? She's like over it, and she's like, "I'm gonna run, get the fuck out of here," and runs out the front door, which doesn't work out very well. Well, I think they, so Valerie starts coming over. So I think they think Valerie is at the door. So they oh, they yes, just yes. so she just opens it. No people. Well, this is what <laughs> happens when you don't have a people. People. So, so she just opens it, and then it's our killer. So he's now in the house. The other girls go hide. But then Valerie is actually at the door and no one answers because they're like, what if Valerie's working with the killer? Which That was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Poor Valerie. <laughs> they hate this girl. All because she transferred in. But not our main girl, but the blonde is really considerate because she's like, well, what if Valerie comes in? Then the killer's in there, too. She doesn't know it. Facts. Like, good, good point. They're like, it's fine. It's just Valerie. Yeah, it's fine. She it, was transferred in. We don't care about yeah. her. And if she's here, she probably brought help. <laughs> but the but it's fun when we see our boy crawling through the window. Great shot. That's great shot, shot in the background. They put up a decent fight for Blonde Girl Bites It, whatever your name is, Blonde Girl. Do we ever find out why he does what he does? He's just He has like a few lines in this movie. Something about love. We just I know think. he escaped from prison, the psychiatric hospital. I think we we hear the the radio mm-hmm. news bulletins and stuff. Um, Matt wants the prequel. We, I, I don't we know need wh- the backstory. Where's I, Rob Zombie when you need him? I want to know why he's all messed up. Maybe that'll be our uh, twenty twenty four or twenty twenty at this point. They'll do a a backstory. Legacy sequel. <laughs> All right, this, I think this scene's kind of iconic to the fridge. That's really <laughs> the opening and closing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's comedy gold. And I just I always remember this because this was always on the back cover. See, I just looked at this the front cover and the back cover of this fucking VHS so many times, but never actually watched the film. Uh, like mm. I was an idiot child. You just kept picking it up at Blockbuster, thinking, like, "Nah, no, watch fucking Halloween Five again." <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit. I could have been watching an actually good movie. You missed uh, out, <laughs> man. Childhood Steve would have loved this. <laughs> really though. So after a few times of opening and closing the door, we finally realize that the body is in there, and the sisters make a run for it. I like that we actually see our boy. I think it's Russ. I'm going to call him Russ. I think it is Russ. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to hide under these covers. It's so funny to me for some reason. Because I guess he's just, I don't know if he knows the gym teacher's going to be there. He's just like, mm-hmm. whoever's going to show up here, I'm just going to scare them and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Russell's got a plan. He's very methodical. But it is a great shot when the cover finally does come off. You got his crazy eyes just star- like staring dead at the camera. He's pretty creepy. He mm-hmm. did a good job. Like there's a, you know, a little battle. Like I think all the girls put up a pretty good fight in this movie. Mm-hmm. See, if this was directed by a man. They'd all die very quickly yeah. except for like one of them. And then that one would be saved by the boyfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I love how this one girl, like the, this is the girl's house. I, we don't know your name. Like she just like comes out like. All of a sudden, like, starts stabbing him. Like, yes. <laughs> and then the one girl is using, like, the fire poker, but she's, like, hitting his ass with it, like, the flat side. Like, not stabbing him. Just, they like, never hit him. Just, with, like, hitting. I won't even put it against this movie. They never hit him with the the sharp side, ever. Oh, oh. Not only that, too, but, it, like, you can kind of see that it's very obviously a prop because it kind of, like, the way it 
bounces. It's got like recoil when it hits. Like after it hits, it like vibrates a little bit back and forth. Yeah. They spent all their money on Russell's ensemble mat. <laughs> they didn't have time for a real fire poker. No. Like and he tells her before he tries to kill her, he's like, I love you in this very creepy voice. So like he, so whatever's wrong with him, like he thinks this is his way of showing affection is mm-hmm. what I'm getting from him, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Give us that prequel. I want to see him as a child torturing animals. <laughs> oh, you, you that That's what he's going to have to be. <laughs> if this was the Rob Zombie movie version, he would his mom would be a stripper. Um, but yeah, then Valerie comes out like Jason Voorhees with a machete. <laughs> and she's and he's like she's. She's like chasing him around. I love it. Uh, How the turntables. <laughs> and of course, like she cuts his um, hand. Well, before that though, she cuts his um. What do you call it? The drill. The oh, like the drill the, bit. The drill bit. Yeah. Like, like this is like castration. Right? Yeah. Like, but yeah, then she cuts off his hand, which was pretty cool looking. They did a good job there. That's where the budget went. That and the hand effect. Ensemble. Um, but of course, he's not dead. Because it's a slasher movie. Never. Because then Valerie gets, like, the final blow, right? Like, he jumps onto the machete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, leaps onto it. it very traumatic. Yeah. Movie. Poor Russ. We hardly knew you. So then they're all, you know, in tears. This is going to be therapy, trauma. Um, we will see uh, Courtney again in the sequel, but again, played by a different actress. Uh, and then we just end, because what else do we need, really? You know? For a classy film like this, not much. This might be one of our shorter episodes, but you know what, people? It's a shorter movie. It's a short movie. So what do you, what do you want from us? <laughs> the extended cut. We got to find the director's cut. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It's just a fun little slasher movie, and it's dumb fun, but I do think there is a few aspects that make it more you know, clever than maybe people would give it based on its title it's great dumb fun and like the fact that it was written and directed by women just adds another layer to it like damn good film good times but what do we have next week will it be a good time next week from 2000 we have what lies beneath which i feel like i've definitely heard of Maybe but you've I, seen it. I, I, Maybe if you watch it, you'll be like, oh. I remember this. They we'll made see. fun of it in Scary Movie. First one? Two. Oh, no. Scary two? Movie 2. Did you see two? Two is the one I, I don't think I've ever seen. It's not a great movie, but there's some iconic parts. But we're not going to talk about Scary Movie 2. We're going to talk about What Lies Beneath. That will be an interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter. At Horror Stands. We're also on TikTok at Horror Stands Podcast. If you can give us a follow, a review, a five-star rating, it really helps us out. And we appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Like, subscribe, and we'll see you for the next one.